Hello, welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. We're here for another community check-in. Um, this is the last check-in that I'm going to be doing while I'm away. Um, I'm actually home before the next check-in, which I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to having my microphone, <laughs> being being um, really certain that you can hear me. And I'm looking forward to doing the videos and stuff again. It's just a bit hard to do while I'm here. Um, so... I have absolutely loved being able to work on holiday and being able to keep in touch with everyone and keep supporting everyone and answering all your questions in the group chat um, and to carry on doing these check-ins. It's been amazing. Um, I actually didn't need a holiday at all from work um, and from doing all of this. I, I really love it. It lights me up. Um, I needed a break from uh, home, from the weather and just to kind of take my mind somewhere else. And it has been really, really good and really served its purpose. It's allowed me to contemplate a lot of things and realize a lot of things and explore and you always just feel good for coming away from the sun don't you so not to make anyone jealous because i know it's fucking freezing at home i'll be there with you very very soon i'm traveling home this week um so we've got so many check-ins to get through today um i'm just going to read out the wins that kind of um i'm just going to read out as many wins as i can i'm going to try and keep it under an hour i've got quite a few challenges to get through and a few questions as well so um i'm going to cover a lot if it is long i'm sorry i'm going to try and keep it under an hour um but i want to cram as much in as possible and i'm sorry if you can't listen to me on fast forward i know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts and books on 1.25 and 1.5 apparently that's not possible with me um so i'll try and keep me keep it slow um but yeah concise right let's go because i'm just chatting shit now aren't i right okay so let's start off with the wins uh we've got Faye who did three workouts a yoga session and an average of 7k steps a day which is amazing ticking all them boxes Morma, who's new to the community hit her protein and steps each day she also did four workouts robin got three workouts in and two runs and she is starting to feel a little bit more like her old self again after a hard time which is boss happy to hear that you are feeling good again that makes two of us um I always know that there's gonna things are gonna settle down and you get through shit times and stuff like that and it's nice when you come out the other end. Um, so well done you for making the effort to do that because I know that you basically took action and that allowed you to feel better. You didn't just sit and wait. Yeah, you, you you did stuff about it. Um, Laura, who's new to the community, said she stuck to her steps every day, which is a first. Usually she gives it a good three days and then tails off. She's realised how disordered her eating is and lack of protein and calories she usually eats. She's had brilliant advice from recommendations from the group um so with regards to the eating and so we often don't realize how we eat until we pay attention to it so when i started working with a coach a few months ago um mainly we looked at nutrition i actually didn't realize there was a lot of things that i was kind of not doing or not doing well because I wasn't focusing on it I was just kind of ticking along and living my life and it wasn't a big focus for me anymore because it had been a big focus in the past and things had started to slip and this is like when I spoke about uh, a while ago like missing meals and not having breakfast and that not being great for me hormonal health um you know surviving off coffee these types of things so I was physically in shape but didn't have good eating habits um and obviously laura you've started monitoring your food or paying attention to your food and so you've recognized actually you know this isn't right or maybe you realize that you the way that you diet isn't 
right or um, helpful or healthy, uh, whereas this way maybe you can see that it will be. You said that you have a lack of protein and calories that you usually eat. So quite often there is someone else in the community struggling with this as well. And quite often when people say that, oh, this diet, I'm eating loads, I'm eating loads, I never normally eat this much. These are the people who pick and graze on small things and very bare minimum nutrition nutritional values like not much protein not much fruit and veg just eating things like breakfast bars protein bars um you know like little just just like grab and go stuff and kind of grazing and snacking they think when i start telling them their calorie target and protein target that i'm i've lost the plot because i'm like eat more food you need to eat more food you need to eat more regularly but these people who snack and graze they will overeat they'll just do it it's not in their meals they'll get to the end of the day and they'll eat a full share bag of crisps or a full share bag of chocolate or a full bottle of wine maybe two maybe three um it might be that you get to the weekends and it's a free-for-all you're out for a full english you're out for lunch you're out for dinner you have alcohol every every weekend so like just because you eat less through the week and barely eat anything doesn't make that healthy or good. Um, and it doesn't make it a good way to diet because the overcompensation of calories is going to come from somewhere eventually. And a lot of people who feel out of shape, who feel like they're not in the shape that they want to be, but feel like they barely eat anything, it's because they do barely eat anything. It's just of the things that they eat, the quality is crap and the calories are high and they are having periods of over-restriction and then periods of huge indulgence. Um, and that's all stuff that you only start to figure out when you start really looking at it. You know, you only start seeing the uh, way that you eat when you pay attention to it. Otherwise, you just live and you just eat when you feel like you're hungry. But we can't always tr um, trust our hunger cues and we do have to formulate like a routine of eating. It's like you need to think about yourself as a child. When you have a child or when you have a little brother or a little sister or a niece or a nephew or anything you, and you're looking after them, you make sure they have their breakfast, you make sure they have their lunch and you make sure they have their dinner. Yeah, and we don't do that with ourselves. Why not? Because we are just giant babies. We are just human beings at the end of the day. They're just at the start of their life and we're, we're a bit further along. We still need the same care. We still need to have those three meals. Um, but we often don't recognise it until we really look at it or someone else draws it out for us. So keep paying attention to kind of the, the thoughts and feelings that you have and explore them a little bit um, and see if we can overcome these things. Next, we've got Jen, who said that she really enjoyed their workouts this week. Her steps are high. She's enjoying showing up for herself. It's 100% the reason why, despite the stressful period of time she is going through, um, she could be under her mood. She could be under my mood is mostly really, really good. So she's in a good mood, despite the shitty situation that she's in. And I really love this because Jen's in a good mood and she's feeling good despite the shitty situation that she's in because she's focusing on what she can control and she's focusing on what she can do. So just, you know, she she is in a situation that isn't ideal, but she's not ruminating and obsessing about the situation. She's focusing on the things that she can do for herself and her health and this is allowing her to feel good. And this can be done in any situation. Um, any kind of bit of shit that you're going through. Focus on you, pour into you, focus on your health, do what feels good for you. And this, the journey, okay, it's not, everything is not always fixed when you eat well and move your body, but it's definitely easier. It's definitely easier. Um, so take care of yourself and it makes those stressful times uh, better for sure. Katie is new to the community. Welcome. She said that she's been 
Um, this has been the first week in years she has actually tracked her food. Um, she hasn't been going crazy at the weekends. She said that she's been getting her steps in as best she could and she's been in the gym for the first time in years. So she's basically getting going again and cracking on um, with with just making a new start and making, taking a fresh start for her health and for her well-being. So go fucking you because starting to get after a big break is hard. Sally said she her biggest win is not reaching for the stress foods. Everyone's stressed. Everyone's stressed out on the period this week, like when I was reading them. Oh. But I suppose there are loads of um, happy, motivated people at the same time. <laughs> Maybe everyone's been cycled, synced up. Um, okay, so we've... Next win is... Um, Sarah, so she's sorry about that long. Um, Sarah said that she is below her pre-Christmas weight. So basically, she gained a couple of pounds over Christmas, as you do. You're living your life, having fun, not focusing so much on nutrition, but focusing on making memories and social connection, all of that. Um, and after a week being back on track, she is at her pre-Christmas weight. So she didn't ruin everything in the space of a week or two. She said her steps have been high and she's been better at tracking her food, which is fab. Claire said she was away but made an effort to do four 30-minute workouts, which is unreal for being away. So well done. Weren't letting um, that stop you. She said she got her steps in every day. It was more mindful of food and drink than she would have done previously. Um, another person mentioned this as well as a bit of a win, that she that she was away and controlled what she ate a little bit more than she normally would, which is great. I just don't know where that is. I know that I've read it, though. <laughs> um Oh, I'm getting all hung. <laughs> right, next one is Angela. So she said she got over 10,000 steps a couple of times. Um, we've got Eve who got herself back in the gym and she's worked really hard on her steps. We've got Claire whose loomy alarm is really helping her with her sleep routine. Girls, if you struggle getting up in the winter, I really recommend that you get one. Um, you don't have to get a loomy. They're called sunrise alarms on, a lot, on Amazon. And honestly, they're so good. You know that I've spoke about them a lot, but if you're new to the community, you, you might be confused. Um, but reach out and I'll let you know. But basically, if you search sunrise alarm, it will wake you up with light before sound. And it's just a much nicer way to wake up um, and you feel a lot fresher. Claire said she also did two reformer and one weights again. Everything else is feeling okay and balanced. Um, Liz got 100 grams of protein every day, which is amazing. It's not easy to do. Both Chloe and Eleanor have... Um, are just happy that they didn't self-sabotage. So Chloe's happy she didn't self-sabotage. Eleanor um, stuck to her calories, both of them being either due on or on the period and just didn't hit the fuck it button, um, which is amazing. So well done, both of you. Kira went away for the weekend and didn't go crazy with food or alcohol. See, told you I'd heard it. Um, so Kira went away as well and was able to control herself. And I think like we need to realise this, we do have a lot more control than what we than what we think we do um over christmas on holidays weekends away nights out meals out we do have a lot more control a lot more power than what we think and it's giving in and hitting the fuck it button that usually um sends us down the spiral whereas we can actually make some good choices megan said she was finishing unplanned calorie dense meals before feeling full so basically stopping 80 percent full and this is something to practice when you want to move away from from tracking or you want to um, just get better at listening to your, your hunger cues and it's just making sure when you eat you eat slowly put your knife and fork down and um, concentrate on what you're eating don't look at your phone don't look at your tv and um, this is all mindful eating and then making sure that you pay attention to how full you feel are you comfortably full 
Um, when you're over full, pay attention to that. You know, when should you have stopped, that kind of thing. Um, so, but eating to, to 80% full is a game changer. I feel like that's why I can eat out so often because I don't often stuff myself. Um, I did last night because there was pizza on the table, but I don't often stuff myself beyond what I feel comfortable. I want to be able to feel like I want to stand up and go for a walk straight after rather than feel sluggish and tired and yawning um, and not being able to do anything. So it's it's takes it's a bit of a learning curve learning where that point is but you can definitely um definitely do it in time stacy's win is being back in work after three months off she didn't want to put too much pressure on herself so she did a 7k steps average across the week and has got a healthy food shop plan which is amazing okay that's all the wins for the week there is obviously a lot more i think there was about 30 odd check-ins um but i've just read out the ones that i saw as i was scrolling through um okay so struggles we've got quite a few some of them will only be brief but i might ramble on about a few others first one is steps are really low so this person's moved abroad um last year and obviously she's in a hot country so her steps are really low her average is under 4k they have been since i've moved here with it being so hot unless i get out really early for a walk it's just too hot but i know it's an excuse so next week i'm going to make sure i get more steps so i think you've kind of answered your own um if you've answered your own question within there you you said that you could get them done if you were to get up earlier and go for a walk and all i was gonna say is what's actually stopping you from doing that what's stopping you from going for an early morning walk or a late night walk um although you are in a lovely paradise place um maybe just trying to stick to some sort of routine like give yourself some sort of routine to make sure that you do have the activity in and obviously midday is not a good time to do it it's just like you have to get up earlier when it's cooler or you have to go later when um like otis is in bed or you know like you are everyone's settled and you take yourself for a nice little walk when it's cooler um so that's a suggestion that's something that you could do but i was also wanted to ask is there anything else that you could do to be active there um is there anything like riding a bike um I don't know what could you do other classes um maybe you could increase a workout um if you're going to stay around 4k steps a day then your activity level will need to be brought down a little bit which means calories will come down a little bit but my advice would be to try and push your activity up so try and do more is there a class that you can go to once a week is there or a couple of times a week is can you get a bike um can you do the early morning walks the later walks is can you swim what about swimming is there other things that you can do to get more activity in because that's all it is doing the steps is just a bit more activity so you could make up for it by doing uh, other little bits throughout the week um okay so next we've got i struggled with not planning my schedule is crazy i'm single full-time working mum without much time and i thought i could wing it massive fail as you definitely need to plan meals um so what i want to say to this is just 100 percent. remember like planning is really really going to help when you're a busy woman and it doesn't need to be a long-winded process the best type of planning is done in a way that can be repetitive so you sit down once and you plan out your meals and so it'll be what am i going to have for breakfast what i got what are my two breakfasts going to be i'm going to have um 
on days I want something sweet, I'm going to have a yogurt with fruit and granola. On days I want something savory, I'm going to have chicken sausages, egg and avocado or something like that. And just have those two options and you always have those foods available in the fridge. Maybe you want to alternate it, yogurt Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, chicken sausages, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever you want to do, whatever pattern, but make it repetitive so that every week you buy those ingredients on your food shop. Same for your lunch, make it repetitive. One day tuna wrap, next day chicken wrap one day tuna sandwich next day chicken sandwich one day chicken soup another day a meal prep or leftovers from the night before whatever it is that you want to eat and just choose and choose a couple of meals and alternate between them and then again always have those ingredients so every time you do your weekly shop get those ingredients for your breakfast and get those ingredients for your lunch same for your dinner okay and then if you are struggling with time for your dinner use things like the slow cooker um the air fryer for quick meals make more than you need if you're ever cooking cook double what you need um this is one of the best kind of tips ever for if you're busy is just whenever you do cook make the best use of your time and make more than you need to um my like I, I i can fully appreciate how busy your life would be life would be my mum was a single mum and she worked hard and she worked long days and everything was regimented and everything was routine and she didn't ever really seem to stop and um i think you know it is you're bound to be busy there's no escaping how busy your life's going to be so make it as easy as possible for yourself and that's what she did we just had the same tea every monday we had the same tea every tuesday same tea every wednesday there was slight little variations of maybe sauces and flavors and seasonings but generally her weekly shop was exactly the same we knew what we were eating each week um, and okay it might seem repetitive but it makes your life easier and it means that everybody's fueled well including yourself and um, so that's something that i definitely recommend so it doesn't have to be time that you spend every single week planning 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 um but try and make a plan that's repetitive so every time i go to the butchers my order is pretty much the same i'm looking for things that i can throw in the oven i'm looking for diced chicken i'm looking for mints and then i'll make you know meals with those things throughout the week and it's the same when i do my food shop in um aldi or asda i'm getting the same veggies same carbs and everything's repetitive so just try your best to be a bit of a creature of habit it makes your life so much easier um next struggle is after my first workout at the gym i literally couldn't walk for days but was so it was a bit hard to get all my steps in but all better now obviously doms is going to happen when you've had a big big break from the gym even after two weeks from the gym you're going to feel sore i've been feeling bits of soreness um, even just having like a few days in between so i would say um try and keep walking even though you're sore drink loads of water eat loads of protein but remember doms isn't going to be around for long after the second week or so it should start to ease off if you are feeling if you if you're experienced the training you've been training a long time and you are always always sore that's a big sign that you're overtraining and doing too much um so listen up for that and let me know if that is you if you're sore constantly even if you've been training with us for a while um next is everything that could go wrong did work home health i imploded um now I'm I'm I feel like I'm a I'm a coach who's sometimes really soft on people and then other times quite hard. And in this situation I feel like I want to give the harder advice only because this is kind of a repeat. Um no it's not. This isn't Yeah. What I wanna say is in if you live a busy life, this this 
chaotic type of things can happen all of the time if you've got kids if we're doing house renovations which i know a few of you are if loads is going on in life then um we need to make sure that we're prepared for these big stressful horrible weeks where everyone gets sick or um work is stressful or you know like you're in a high stress state for whatever reason we need to get better at managing these things because these weeks obviously come up a lot for a lot of us I think it's important that we be kind to ourselves and be nice to ourselves, but we also can't make every single week a difficult week and an excuse to not um, do what we need to do. We need to make sure that we do the bare minimum and we do the non-negotiables regardless of what goes on in the week. So what can we do to manage these situations better? Be routine, be repetitive, stick to your meals regardless of how, like, regardless if your child has a cold and you're, you've had hardly any sleep. Make sure that you still eat your meals. Um, if your boss is a knobhead and put loads of pressure on you, make sure you still do your workouts or you still eat your meals or you still do your walks. I feel like whenever life gets a bit stressful and we get distracted with everything that's going on, we let go of self care, not just all of you, but me as well. Self care is the first thing to disappear and fall away and 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 um get forgotten about when that's the thing that we need to do more of and then we need to lean into more so when life is busy do your non-negotiables still that might just be eating your three meals a day um and making sure you've got food and yet it might be making sure you're getting out for a walk and having that half an hour to yourself no distractions um so we need to be firm with ourselves even when things are stressful because clearly a lot of us have stressful lives all of the time and it's every other week so we need to make sure that things are in place so that that's not always an excuse not saying that this person always makes it as, as an, an excuse but it's in it's a few people have put in their struggles this week about things being stressful things being busy um not being prepared and so we can't always use it as an excuse being stressed being busy we need to make sure that we fall on our routine and use that routine to help us at those busy times um okay we've got i'm finding it difficult to get back into the tracking this has been because i've been away and more difficult because i've been busy and not in my normal routine so remember this is just a reminder that obviously getting back into tracking it's not it's not like rocket science you literally wake up in the morning plan your food for the day into my fitness pal and there you go edit stuff as you go if you need to that is the most efficient way to track wake up first thing in the morning track the whole day okay then you've thought through the whole day in advance you're more likely to stay within your targets and hit your protein and all of that it's the easiest way to do it either that or before bed the day before um but what i want to say to this is that um we have to remember that we don't need to track to take control of what we eat someone also said said something um about yeah i haven't tracked calories um and i said and i it, it's the same as like we need to make sure that we're not relying on my fitness pal remember people lost weight and people managed their weight and managed their health before iphones existed before anyone had my fitness pal and people just stuck to a way of eating they reduced portion sizes and um, they used mindful eating they slowed down all of those things still apply and they choke made healthy choices so that's just what we need to do so if my fitness pal goes bust and none of us can track our food ever again then we're still going to be able to control what we eat we still decide what goes on our plate and in our mouth and what we order at a restaurant so we need to make sure that we don't use track not being able to track fully 
or not being motivated or whatever the reason is that you're not tracking as an excuse to not eat well because you can eat well without my fitness pal um so just because you're not in the swing of tracking doesn't mean that you eat shit you still make the choices which are high protein loads of fruits and veg um, making sure you've got carbs in each meal eating three meals a day those types of things still choosing healthful <coughs> things um <coughs> sorry um next we've got okay working out calories and protein do i eat more protein but that increases my calories so protein has calories in it okay so um all food has calories in anything that you eat and each gram of protein has four calories in i think but I could be wrong um and so we for every gram of protein you're going to use calories so things like protein bars might be higher in calories than an apple but that is because it's got protein in yeah it's made of like like a protein dense food so we want to we we want to understand that yeah protein foods do have calories in um you said that you're struggling to, to understand your calories and your protein but your calorie target is on the app and your protein target is on the app so just track your foods in my fitness pal and um try and keep an eye on those targets and keep an eye on what foods get more get you more protein in um if you don't have it already reach out to me in the group uh, reach out to me and i'll send you the protein cheat sheet i might have already sent it you but if i haven't then um let me know because i'll send it over to you we want to make sure that we're prioritizing those foods in the protein cheat sheet um at the moment, I'm actually looking at your food diary now. And at the moment, it's, your food looks absolutely fine. You may be not eating enough carbs. Um, like you've got a lunch here, which is just baby bell lights, an orange and a protein mousse. The way we, we need some carbs. We need like a sandwich or a wrap or rice or pasta or something there. Um, make sure when you are tracking your foods that your portions are accurate. So I can see that you're using cups. Um, so something like a, a cup of mashed potato is on one of your entries. Um, so you want to try and weigh everything and then make sure that you're consistent with your tracking as well. If you're ever struggling to track something, reach out in the group chat. I'll be there, but also the girls are actually doing what you're doing every day and they'll be able to help you with all the tips and tricks and stuff. But definitely look at the protein sheet to see high protein foods. Um, you're on the right track at the moment. You just need to, it's just going to come with more practice. So yeah, it, it looks to me like everything's going fine. But remember, you're on Ignite, so you'll get a full food diary review next week. So make sure you keep tracking for me. Do it as accurately as possible, weighing foods. Um, and make sure that you do every day, even when you're eating out. I want to see your choices when you're eating out. So when I see, when people track eating out uh, and I'm looking at the food diary, I'm not looking for it to be exact, like perfect calorie wise. I'm looking at the decision making. So if I'm seeing that you went to a steak place, but you ordered the mac and cheese and the garlic bread and then like a beef wellington, then I'd be like, hmm, okay, we were at a steak place. Maybe we could have ordered this instead. So I'm looking at the decision making. It's not about how accurate the calories are. Um, so if I'm doing a food diary review and you're worried about tracking eating out, don't worry, I'll help you with that um, as we go. And if you're on the Confidence Club and you don't get food diary reviews, then reach out in the group chat if you ever need help with uh, planning a meal out or tracking a meal like we can help you that's what what i'm here for um next we have um okay nutrition always lets me down i'm due on and 
so I'm stressed. Um, I'm in self-sabotage when it comes to snacking and not eating proper meals. Just keep ignoring my fitness pal notifications. I'm going to read out the following struggle as well because both of them are in a similar situation. Um, so basically both of these people are trying to conceive. There's a few people in the community who are trying to have a baby and it's only when I started speaking out about it that I realised how common it was um and these people haven't joined the community because they found out i was trying to have a baby they were just part of it anyway um and the chances are when you have you know when you work with a lot of people like i do a lot of women like i do there's going to be a percentage of them who are in a similar situation um so i'm going to talk about that in general just for a little bit now the first thing is the um the, the stress of it all like when you do on obviously you're, you're not feeling good you know it's coming um and you're worried, you're stressed, you don't really know. It's hard, you don't know what to, what, what the right thing to do for yourself is and you feel like you're living half a life because you're worried about drinking and you're just waiting for that day. And it's just like grief every month, it's hard. Um, so I understand the stress 100%, but what we have to re- try and remember is that that stress just isn't helpful and try and do everything that you possibly can to manage it um, and to keep yourself distracted from it if it is really the best thing that that works for me is just keeping distracted from from that like obviously you need to uh understand and process what you're going through but you don't want to be thinking about it and worrying about it all of the time um and it shouldn't be dictating like what what you eat and so i would try and make sure that you manage your stress as best you can by maybe doing meditation, reading, yoga, uh, massage, um, acupuncture, these types of things, um, whatever it is that helps you to de-stress. Try not to ruminate and focus on the situation too much because that will make you more stressed and instead focus on what you can proactively do. So if you're worried and you're sitting and, you, and you're stressing out, um, if you go into self-sabotage, that's unhelpful, isn't it? You sit there, you ruminate, you panic, you start eating shit or maybe skipping meals or not taking care of yourself, where in fact it would be you would have helped yourself more if you just stopped take a big deep breath and take some proactive action instead like go to yoga go for a walk make a healthy meal do something that you know is going to help you in your situation ask yourself what does my body need right now not what do I fancy not not what do I feel like what does my body actually need um, and then do that for yourself it is hard don't get me wrong um so just keep doing your best and try not let it all um eat you up too much and try and be grateful for what is going on in your life everything that you do have you know and everyone that you've got and um try and focus on those things and i'm sure it will come sooner um and then the 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 next question on a similar kind of a similar kind of um topic this person is also trying to have a baby and she wants to go for a run and do something to have a good sweat on but she's conscious of all the mixed messages you get about things that you shouldn't shouldn't do when trying um so if you want to go for a run i would go for a run um if it's something that you feel will help you is good for you will get your heart rate going like it's really really good to be fit if you're trying to have a baby like your heart health you want to be in a good position i wouldn't avoid running i would go for a run if you want to i maybe wouldn't just go and run a 10k off the bat but i'd ease ease yourself in maybe run once a week maybe just do three to five k um and no more than that i just wouldn't do like hour long the fertility is really impacted by prolonged like prolonged um like 
stress brought on by exercise so it's people like marathon runners or people who are endurance athletes that that will can struggle in that way and um, but if you're going for one run a week it's three to five k then you, you don't need to worry about it and try not to be too worried and over cautious about things you can lift weights you can push yourself in the gym you can um go for a run you just don't want to be doing things to the extreme like you don't want to be running ultra marathons you don't want to be doing um you know big week-long hikes you don't want to be running like training for a marathon there's just nothing to um over exhausting and you want to make sure that you're fueling your body properly eating at regular intervals not skipping meals eating breakfast lunch and dinner eating high protein um so yeah i would just try not to worry too much about keep things that are definitely going to keep you healthy it doing things like going for a run is not going to affect that it's good for you um and try not to get swept up in all the worry of it because you'll just put your whole life on hold and end up feeling shit about yourself which isn't going to help the situation so do the things that make you feel good live your life um in a way that makes you feel good obviously acknowledge and feel grateful for what you've got um and try not to get swept up in the stress but i know it is um very hard i actually watched the got sent this video uh instagram video the other day and it was just basically saying um it was saying to stop trying and just be in your relationship and just be in your life and i think that's probably some of the best advice um that anyone can give you and i know it's really really easy to just be like oh yeah well that's easy enough to say but if you really do give that a chance um you feel better about the situation because it might take a long time it's better to um it's better to feel to feel good while you're waiting for it to happen rather than to be stressing and you know that's not going to help the situation in the long run anyway that's how i'm looking at it anyway but i know that it's hard for both of you um so sending love as always um next we've got really struggled for the first time with hunger this week i could have ate a scabby dog <laughs> oh my god i don't think i read that properly the first time <laughs> And I instantly pictured a scabby dog that I've seen on the beach this week. So <laughs> it was a good one. I don't think you would have had that. Um, so I could have had a scabby dog. I don't know if I was getting back to the gym, being more active, but I'm never really that hungry. Sleep went to pot um, and that might have contributed too. So definitely readjusting to everything is probably the reason why you're struggling with your hunger. If you've increased your activity, then hunger is going to follow because your body wants to keep you exactly as you are. And so if you increase your energy expenditure, it's going to try and tell you to take more energy in. Um, it, your body like doesn't really like you losing weight it'll tell you that it's hungry because it wants you to to stay as you are um so what i so don't worry about it if you needed to go over your calories here or there that's fine um and also the sleep thing is going to affect appetite too so just whatever what what do you feel is affecting your sleep are you going to bed at the time that you were before christmas are you um maybe doing an evening walk to wind down can you read before bed can you stop scrolling on your phone you know half an hour before bedtime give yourself a bedtime and stick to it maybe you just need to kind of give yourself a little reset into that routine that you used to have so that that all comes back i think this is probably just you settling in to the new year after a break over christmas and i'm sure that the feel good feeling will come back soon no doubt um, okay, so Monday to Friday, next struggle. Monday to Friday was good, but I found the weekend a struggle. Um, keeping within calorie target whilst hitting the protein was tough and not having a drink to compensate for hunger. 
So I've just looked at your food diary and I don't think that you've managed it badly at all. You went over by a tiny, tiny little amount um, and you were still within your maintenance level. So I just want to explain to everyone who's new how the if you go onto your nutrition graphs in the app, you'll see um, that there's a solid line, which is your calorie target. Then there's a dotted line below, which is like the bottom range. I don't want you to go below that at all. If you go below that, your bar will go gray and it's like you're under eating. So I don't want you to do it. And then there's a dotted line at the top um, which is your maintenance line or thereabout. It's not exactly maintenance. It's just there about. Basically, the app gives you a range to stay within. And all I want you to do is stay between the two dotted lines, but as close as possible to the solid line. So if you go over a little bit over that solid line, don't worry that like you haven't ruined everything. Remember, it's really hard to break a full, cal a full week of a calorie deficit. If you are in a calorie deficit every day for six days, you're going to be in a 3,000 calorie deficit. If on that seventh day you ate 500 calories more you are than your calorie target, you're still in a 3,000 calorie deficit. If on that seventh day you stayed in your calories again, you'd have a 3,500 calorie deficit, you'd lose a pound. So it's if for you to ruin your diet, you'd have to overeat your calories by 3,000 and then plus more to go over the, the uh, maintenance line. So it's not that easy and you're not going to do it in one day and you're not going to do it with 300 calories, 400 calories, 500 calories or even 1,000 calories. So if you do go over here or there, don't panic about it. The next day, just go back to what you were doing. There is no need to like go into self-sabotage or think that you failed the week um, because you do have a little bit of a buffer there that you will have, that, that you've got anyway to take you up to maintenance but then also that you will have created from elsewhere in the week because you as well also did tiny bits of calorie borrowing so you had a little hundred and hundred odd here and there to save so that amount that you went over which was a couple of hundred is absolutely nothing so don't worry about it whatsoever it was actually a solid week all around for your nutrition so well done um god my voice is going i've still got loads to do right i might have to miss a few out um okay I I'm need to read this one out because it's important. I did two gym sessions, went to do my third one and I never lasted 15 minutes. I hadn't eaten breakfast and I'm due on my period and it made me feel rubbish. Not feeling guilty, but we'll just learn to fuel my body more before my period next month. Now, obviously this person solved this for themselves. They've reflected on it. They've understood why, it, why it's happened. Um, but a lot of you listening might not understand this. So um, Fran will know this about me, but if I'm, if I'm ever due on or anything like that, if I wake up and don't eat, I go all faint, I go sweaty and struggle. I feel sick and then I can't eat at all because I've gone past that point. Um, and it's not good. And if I was in the gym, I'd be absolutely fucking useless. If I was like that, there's been so many times where I've had nearly collapsed in a hot country. Um, so what I would say is to make sure that you're aware of this of yourself. So I'm aware of it of myself, but obviously every now and again, I get I do get caught out with it. But if you are someone who needs to eat in the breakfast before it needs to eat food before you train, needs to eat breakfast, then make sure that you do. And if um, you do feel faint or sweaty and kind of, you know, if you get that horrible feeling before your period, then make sure that you really do focus on drinking enough water and eating enough, eating enough food before you go and get your workout in or before you go walk around a hot country <laughs> because it will make a difference to how your day goes. So definitely learn from that and anyone who else who's listening if you're feeling sick in the mornings if you're feeling sick during your workouts and they're in the morning then make sure that you're eating beforehand because that's probably why um that's because your body's got no fucking food in it and it needs it's telling you it needs it 
Um, okay, next one. I ran out of food, so didn't meal prep for Thursday at work. Therefore, ended up snacking and choosing a less, less healthy lunch option as cravings got in the way. I didn't manage to do any of the workouts because it frustrated and that frustrated me. Um, my commute is two hours. Okay, so struggling to find time to do the workouts. First of all, is there anything that you can do? Or can you use your lunch times? Can you use your early mornings? Um, obviously, your commute is long, um, and I understand. I I used to have a long commute as well. I used to work in Manchester, and travelling there and back was literally the bane of my life. But I used to use my lunch hour to do my workout. I'm not sure if that's possible for you. If you can go and do a thirty minute workout at lunch, um, or you know, when you get home, can can you do it? Can you force yourself to do it and get into a routine of on certain days? Do it. If you work from home on any days, then make sure that you're using that, that time. Maybe you could just train at weekends. I know there's a lot of girls in the community who have like really demanding jobs or demanding kids. And so just train in the weekends or maybe just do two, two weekend workouts and then one through the week and it makes it less pressure um, on you to do it all while things are chaotic. So there's some suggestions there. In terms of food, obviously running out of food is not ideal. So it might be that you want to get a food delivery partway through the week, like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, get that food delivered. It'll take none of your time at all. You don't need to go anywhere. Um, just order it and it'll show up at your door. All you need to do is put it away. There might be ready meals on there to make it easy, um, but definitely get into the routine of having enough food in your fridge. Um, we have got no excuse for not having food in. Um, obviously people if you're struggling financially and stuff that is an excuse but there's no excuse for us to not have time to get food in because we can order food to be delivered to our door within a matter of hours um okay someone here said that they've been quite stressed with house renovation returning to work um and still have no kitchen um so not really in a great routine kids acting out stress anxiety levels have been through the roof i'm definitely a tidy house tidy mind person not feeling great but hoping i can put some positive things in place this week we need to think like this is exactly what i was saying before and this was the struggle i was actually thinking of when i um started answering the question was basically we need to make sure that we're not using um busy stressful periods of time as an excuse to neglect our health um so we need to think about what can we do how can we keep on top of ourselves and how can we manage our moods and manage our energy and manage our health without letting life get the better of us everybody has busy stressful weeks it's i think it's i think we can realize from nearly every check-in that we've listened to um that everybody has these busy stressful lives for different reasons and everybody thinks that their life is the most stressful thing in the world and they don't see other people's stress um and so we just need to try and get better at managing these busy stressful times and try and not always fall on comfort eating and always fall on takeaways and instead fall on a solid routine of um taking care of our health and asking what our body needs and not what we fancy and what's easiest instead giving our body what it actually needs um, and have, being like firm with yourself, you know, keeping promises to yourself. If you said you were going to do a workout tonight, but your um, kid kicked off and smashed something up, there's still no reason why you couldn't do that workout that night. You might be pissed off. You might feel like having a bottle of wine instead, but that's not actually going to help you. That's not actually moving you forward. You'll wake up feeling even worse in the morning. Whereas if you get that workout done, the, the stress relief's there. You've also benefited your health. There's... there's there's like so much more that you can do 
for yourself rather than just sitting back and letting life happen to you take control and do things that are going to help you feel good um okay so i'm gonna have to move on to the questions sorry um okay i'm struggling a bit with my calories but i'm not sure if it's just because i'm on my periods um so the reason that you're probably struggling with your calories is you're new to the community you've only been in it a week you've had a reduction in food and you've had an increase in activity and both of those things are going to lead to hunger if you are finding it particularly challenging allow yourself to work within that buffer that i spoke about earlier on so that top dotted line and that bottom dotted line allow yourself to work within that so on hungrier days you might go over your calories a little bit by 100 200 and then on less hungry days you might go under a touch um or you might want to um let yourself go over by 100 every day this week and then next week maybe try and just go over by 50 each day and then the week after stay within your target and just ease yourself in you'll still be in a deficit even if you do go over slightly so you don't need to be 100% perfect with it allow yourself to honor your hunger when you need to but know when to stop basically don't let yourself fall off the edge of a cliff um are there any kettlebell workouts i haven't got dumbbells so a weight is a weight you can use a kettlebell for all of the workouts it is a weight okay so if you're doing a shoulder press you just hold the kettlebell in two hands if you're doing rows then just do single arm rows um if you're doing a squat hold it at your chest if you're doing a deadlift hold it at the bottom like literally every single exercise that we do can be done with a kettlebell remember when we were in lockdown and everyone was flinging around bags of books and bottles well it's literally you can make anything a weight anything that's got a bit of weight to it can be a weight um what i would say is that if you've only got one kettlebell you're probably going to find that you're going to need to invest in some heavier weight soon and um, because i imagine that might be the same kettlebell that you've been using for a while so i would say get a pair of dumbbells or get another kettlebell if you're going to get a pair of dumbbells don't get anything less than five kilos because they'll be if you go too light then you'll need to buy new ones in this in a matter of months um, and if you're going to go if you're going to get another kettlebell you can use both of those kettlebells as dumbbells so you could you know have one in each hand and do your squats have one in each hand and do your deadlifts your rows um, and that will actually be a decent weight so if your kettlebells are 10 kilo get another 10 kilo and then th then you'll have some nice decent heavy weights there for your legs and you'll see some good um good progress with them workouts you'll definitely find them humbling don't take me phone out Sorry, it just wouldn't be a podcast without Fran interrupting me in some way, would it? <laughs> he just nearly unplugged my phone. Um, okay, next question is, do I still need to get my steps in if I am cycling an hour a day? Absolutely not. You do not need to do your 10,000 steps a day if you're cycling an hour a day. Um, like I said before, the whole point of the steps is just trying to increase your general activity and make sure that you are moving regularly if you are cycling to work and back every day that's a nice active um commute and so that will count for some of your activity so i would take your step target probably down to about 5k five minimum um but you'd still be doing more activity than most if you do that so yeah you you can reduce your step target Next question is, what is the best exercise for core, please, Haley, Going to try and build my core up a bit and we'll add them to my workouts. This is a very, very common um, thing that I get asked because I used, I, I always used to get asked by, like, if you can do 10-minute ab blasts and can we do ab workouts and all that. Um, but honestly, doing just ab workouts all the time is not the best for your core. Uh, lifting weights is really, really good for your core. 
and a lot of the things that you do should be working your core like an rdl a deadlift a squat a lunge um a single leg deadlift um a half kneeling shoulder press absolutely amazing for the core if you don't if you do it properly renegade rows unbelievable for the core if you do it properly so we do a lot of core work um so just know that if you're doing the workouts properly and you're pushing yourself hard enough you will be working your core as well remember whenever we do any movement the goal is to keep our body solid and our core tight so we shouldn't ever we should, we're always working it i never do abs but i have a sore core if i've done um some heavy lifts because it's worked hard Having said that, I will give you some ab exercises. Um, I'm not going to give you tons and tons, but I'll give you some that I think are worthwhile because so many are shit. Um, side planks, brilliant. Full planks, and that includes like spider planks, um, plank builds, uh, pl- shoulder, uh, shoulder taps, plank toe touches, all of those things. L raises, where your lower back is forced down into the floor and they're nice and slow. Bicycles, where your back is on the fl- your lower back is on the floor and you're thinking about wringing your body out, so you bring your shoulder to your knee, not turn your head. You actually peel the shoulder off the floor, bring it to the knee, and you do them slowly. Um, I've put paloff press, which is an amazing core exercise, which most of you probably haven't done. It's it's. Um, if you're in the over 50s classes which you know a few of you are you've definitely done them um, half kneel and shoulder press renegade rows have written down as well you could also do things like normal leg raises um, I don't always do normal leg raises because I feel like a lot of people feel them in your, in the back um, you can do hanging leg raises um, literally there is tons of things for you to do but what we have to remember is that it, no matter how many ab workouts you do you will not have abs unless you are super super lean it's very very hard to get abs um, so I wouldn't chase them strong core is something that's really good to strive for but a lot of it is going to be strengthened doing your lifts and lifting weights rather than doing all those ab, ab exercises because um, you know imagine squat if you can squat your body weight imagine how hard your core is working in comparison to doing a few l raises um someone asked i have never eaten so much is that right yes that's right you are doing it properly you're meant to feel good you're meant to feel fueled you're meant to feel happy you're meant to be eating carbs (laughs) you're meant to be eating protein so i like that you feel like you're eating a lot that makes me very happy even though it didn't sound like it it does make me happy um then we've got okay i'm away in york friday to sunday this coming week for my father-in-law's 60th oh lovely i still haven't seen york dying to go this there's a big group of us going so there will be drinking and lots of food we are eating at a steak restaurant on the saturday what cut of steak would you recommend and what sides also any other tips for managing a weekend away and planning to borrow as many calories as i can from monday to thursday so with your calorie borrowing i only really want you to borrow 200 a day um so that would be 800 calories that you'd have to use at the weekend don't really want you to borrow much more than that because it would be like pure over restriction um and remember that while you're away you're still very much in control of what and how much you eat and drink so if they're all having a full english every every morning do you have to have the full English? Can you have a piece of toast, avocado, the egg and some bacon instead of everything? Um, if they, if you go into a restaurant and everyone's having burger and chips, can you order the salads? 
um, can you order a sandwich? Can you order a wrap? Can you order the healthy option, like a curry, a stir fry, something like that? You're still in a you're still in a lot more control than what you think. If there's party foods in front of you, or if you're doing a little buffy style thing, just take one plate and then you're done. Try and choose things that are high in protein, like chicken things, chicken drumsticks, chicken satay, prawns, um, rather than just going for the pastries, the sausage rolls, and the cakes. Like try and choose wisely. You can still have a good time without going wild. Um, when it comes to alcohol, obviously things like cocktails and full sugar drinks like Cokes and cocktails um, and wine and beer are going to be higher in calories than sticking to like gins and sticking to singles um, with sugar-free mixers. Might not sound as exciting, but it's going to help you calorie-wise. Um, so that would be my, my general advice for the weekend in terms of the steak place. Um I think no matter what cut of steak you get, you could probably quite accurately track it on my fitness pal anyway. So if you wanted a ribeye, um, you could put it in my fitness pal and see how many calories it was. Obviously, ribeye is really, you know, the highest. It's it's in it's high in fat, so it is higher in calories. Um, so it's not one that I would say pick if you're trying to be stingy with your calories. Um, so maybe go for a fillet steak, which will only be small, or a sirloin steak, which will be tastier, and maybe don't eat the fat on the side of it give the fat to someone else if you really want to but or be okay with leaving it um i was gonna say give the fat to the dog because that's what i do but then you might not have a dog so um and then in terms of sides can you just get one carb portion and one veg portion so it might be that you have seasonal veg or seasonal greens and a portion of chips or a portion of potatoes so just one portion of carbs rather than garlic bread and onion rings and chips get me um okay that's the general advice for that uh this is a question about the workouts so do i do you put up different workouts every week i've done one two and three so you repeat these for six weeks and try lift heavier or go go off the single exercise videos um okay so make sure you watch the welcome video that i posted when you joined ignite because it explains everything about the workouts but basically you'll do the same workouts for three weeks either choose full body gym full body home or split body gym if you want to mix up the full body home and full body gym then you can do they can be done together but try not to skip from full body to split body so if you've done full body one two and three in the gym try and keep doing that well do them for the next three weeks and then when it gets to week four you will get new workouts on ignite and then in the confidence club you get new workouts every four weeks um so the goal is for you to repeat workout one two and three and try and go heavier so if you're in the gym you need to be logging the weight the weights that you've lifted so you need to be making sure if you've done a set of squats and you did 20 kilo that you log that if the next set was 25 log it and make sure you put in how many sets and what weights you lifted and then the goal is to see improvement over time so next week when you start that workout you'll see those numbers on the right hand side of the screen and you want to try your best to beat them over time you won't beat them every single week but over time you will um so yeah that that's basically how the workouts work you'll do these ones for three weeks and then the next three weeks you'll get new ones and the goal is to get stronger at them the movements don't change massively when the program changes anyone who's been in the confidence club for a couple of years knows that we always squat we always deadlift we always hip thrust we always lunge like we always do bench press or press up and so the movements are very much re repeated over time just in a slightly different order or format um, if you have any more questions about your workout or anything, feel free to ask in the group chat. 
Um, I haven't tried any gym workouts, but I did quickly look at the session on the app. What weights would you suggest for these if you're a beginner? So if you're a complete beginner to the gym, then I would say just go in and um try an empty barbell for uh, a barbell exercise or like if you if you're going to use the rack of ready-made barbells start with like a 15 kilo or a 20 kilo um and do like your rdl movement your squat movement with them um, and then as you get more confident and as you get stronger you can build up the weight on them in terms of dumbbells just go in and grab a set of fives if you feel like you could do two more reps at the end of your set try and grab a set of sixes or sevens and just try and push yourself you want to make sure that those gym workouts they feel hard the last couple of reps you should be pulling faces you should be struggling i like it if you tried to get 12 reps but you only got nine shows me that you really did work hard so um make sure that you are pushing yourself if you're working out at home and you don't know what weights to order i would say get some five kilo dumbbells and they might feel really heavy at first and you might not be able to complete all of the reps at first but don't worry in a few months you will be able to and it'll be time to buy new ones in no time um and that is all the questions i smashed it i was 55 minutes under an hour and i got through about 20 million things then proud um okay girls it's been a ball thank you very much for checking in i will catch up with you all in the group chat have an amazing week and i will see you soon bye